Hello, socialites. Welcome back to the Social Studies Podcast with me, Joe Dabrowski, and... And me, Gaspar Dazzo. Hey, just so you guys know, <laughs> my last shows of the year are this week. Tomorrow, I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin. I'm going to be there again on Wednesday the 14th. I'm in Fort Wayne on the 15th, and then I'm in Louisville the 16th and 17th. Get your tickets at mrdtimes3.com. Gasper. And I will be in Doylestown, Pennsylvania on December 28th. I will be in Staten Island on December 30th. I will be in Austin, Texas on January 7th. St. Louis, January 28th. Boston, February 22nd and Rochester, New York, March 31st and April 1st. Go to GasparRandazzo.com. That's Gasper like my name, Randazzo like my last name, dot com. Like a popular search engine site that you've used in the past. <laughs> okay, so I gave in and I got an air fryer. All right. See, now you know what the hype is about. So what is your um, assessment of it so far? I wish it was bigger. Is the only thing. It's like I, <laughs> a lot I of wish people I could say that to me as well. <laughs> I, I wish I could. <laughs> I wish I. Oh, uh, my a mom's listening. People. Mom, we're talking about air fryers, and we're talking about years ago with my air fryers. <laughs> I, I wish it was bigger because I wish I wish I could just put a whole like steak in there. Like oh a yeah, you roast could or something. Yeah, that said, Wait, I read the record. What did you get? Because the picture you sent me looks big. It's about as big as yours. <laughs> it is. It is. Because you sent yeah, me I mean, pictures of the, yours, too. <laughs> only in the DMs. <laughs> no, I, so the issue is that it's there's not a lot of division in it, right? Like, you stick buffalo wings, you stick french fries and, and it's stop right there stop right there listen to everybody watching this you haven't had buffalo wings till you cooked them in an air fryer honestly yeah. you haven't buffalo gasper well how do you do you do wings in the in the air fryer all right well let's backtrack a second I'm, Wait, I, are you talking talk about real pre, wings let's talk about pre cracked esophagus okay <laughs> no no I'm, I'm fucked up or again i ate a whole pizza pie yesterday so, it was $13 and I was like, fuck it. So I bought a pie. It was for my family. My daughter didn't like it. She said there was too much sauce. My son ate a slice and I had seven over the uh, course of 12 hours. I would have fucked and it Not up only did I eat, I ate five at night. Then I brought them this in a Ziploc bag so to work. work. I yep. brought them in a Ziploc bag to work. And while I was teaching, I just took them out because I thought it'd be funny. It was 830 in the morning and I just took them out and I ate the two slices and the kids are like, why are you eating pizza? I said, why are you not eating pizza? Yeah, yeah why are you not eating pizza? And so I said to the kid, I go, did you eat wine? cereal today? Because pizza is actually better for you than cereal. So before you come at me asking me why I'm eating pizza, how were your scooters that you ate this morning? Ooh. Scooters are like knockoff Cheerios that the you school gives. You got ass. Listen, though, honestly, I came back from Thanksgiving. I had Thanksgiving for lunch and dinner. I don't really eat breakfast, so I had Thanksgiving for every meal of the day for probably four days after Thanksgiving. So when I left mm. North Carolina, I was like, I was telling myself, I'm like, You're, I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to eat healthy. Gasper, before we left, Morgan went to Costco. He got those pretzels with the peanut butter in it and a bunch of goldfish mm. crackers. I'm just like, yeah, but pretzels with the peanut butter like, aren't horrible for you because it's protein. It's not real peanut butter. It's like sugar with peanut flavor, probably. Oh, shit. I've been eating that as a source of meal. Oh, so good. Um, but here's the thing. The air fryer, though. How do you make your wings in the air fryer? All right. First off, I pr I just buy, like, Tyson's boneless wings. I'm oh, not like, what the fuck? Dude? I know. I'm not, like, sitting here, like, fucking skinning a chicken. You know? No, well, neither am I. Trust me on this, okay? Trust me. What do you Trust buy? Me. Just wings and then you're coating them yourself? Oh, go, go, get... Just like dr wings and drumettes, you know. Yeah, There's, I did. I did it too. You could buy your favorite like rub. I got a Nashville hot chicken rub. It was so good. Or the other way I made it was literally salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder. Shake it up. They were those were even better than the buffalo than yeah, the Nashville hot chicken. Threw it in the air fryer. Press the chicken button. Amazing, crispy as hell. 
so right, but good, here's the thing. so tender. Do you, eat bo- do you eat wings with the bone? I don't really. I think we've discussed this together. Yeah, I don't really eat we wings with bones in it. I don't really like food <laughs> not, with bones in it. Not with your little air fryer. <laughs> yeah, no, my little air fryer. <laughs> but I don't typically like things with bones in it unless they're good. And as I've been growing older, I, I don't mind chicken wings with bones in it. And I do eat ribs now, but only if it's like yeah, falling right. off the bone. Like I and don't do this whole gnaw on a bone. The wings, Dude. when we got the wings in Buffalo. We and I was like, gate in Buffalo, the wings were, the, honestly, you guys, the wings were amazing. I'll go back for the French onion soup. All right. Well, I liked the people more than the food. You were there. fucking with the people so hard that day. But, but they, the wings on the bone, the issue with the bone for me is it's just, I don't like, I don't like getting my hands dirty when I eat. It's not like a weird thing. I just, I I'm like, either. oh, it's annoying. Like, I don't like having to constantly wipe my hand while I, I eat a meal. I got to take you to this place, though. There's this place called Cluck in Lakeview in Chicago. Next time I, we, or you'll probably do Chicago on your own sometime soon. This place is called Cluck. It's, so. have you ever had Korean chicken buffalo wings? Yes. Well, I have a Korean barbecue. They're the size, the Korean chicken wings, though, are the size of your fucking face. And, they're so crispy and they're just like slathered in sauce. I had like a friggin' panic attack because I was just so saucy, but they were so good that I wanted to keep eating. But I was like, I'm, this is too much of a mess. <laughs> Do you know what I love? I like, well, Applebee's boneless wings are delicious to me. Sometimes I go to Applebee's, I order the boneless wings, and then I ask them to bring me out a hero roll. You know what a hero is? Like, no, bread. but honestly, you're like, Gasper. How are you even alive? You literally well, eat like a fucking raccoon, just garbage. <laughs> well, I'm like, can I, can I ask them for a hero. They bring me out the bread. Then I put the buffalo wings on the bread and I pour ranch on it. And I make myself a buffalo wing hero. And it's so good. So the lady's like, you mean a chicken tender sandwich? I was like, whoa, I guess in a way, because boneless wings are just little chicken tenders. But something, I don't know. I'm, I only like boneless wings. I don't. I don't like the bone on anything. Even ribs. I'll, like you said, I'll eat them, but the, the thought of holding the rib, I'm just no. not a fan. Let me ask you this: Why does Buffalo Wild Wings always take so goddamn long? You're just throwing a bunch of frozen ass wings always, in, but they're so which is just taking good. a bunch of frozen shit from the fridge, putting it in the fryer, slathering in some sauce. Why the fuck does it take 45 minutes to come to my table? Why? You're right. I, I hate it every you time. Wings, if you order wings in Applebee's, for example, they're out in like six minutes. So yeah. what is going on with their wings and that's aren't, you know. Buffalo Wild Wings, busy or not, and anywhere in the country, slow as fuck. That should be their their slogan. Buffalo Wild <laughs> Wings, we're so goddamn slow. It's but a, we're the, so goddamn good. It's kind of They good. are good, though. What were you going to say about the air fryer? This thing literally They're my favorite Buffalo Wings. I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> Which, what flavor? A Parmesan garlic and the Asian right. zinger. You are such a basic little Bitch, dude. I am. What? I, I don't. I can't. I can't eat too spicy because even before the crack in the esophagus, I just my my life. I, I can't eat. It's bad for me. I have bad stomach. You shit like a firehouse. <laughs> yeah. So sorry. They. I. What do you call it? So the best thing in the air fryer though, I made two things. Well, I didn't make one. Pizza reheated in the air fryer the next day is so crispy. It's better than the original day. That's number one. And number two. I made cauliflower bites with buffalo wings. Oh, shit. That's what I was going to make. You told me about this. Yeah, I just took cauliflower. I cut it up. Cauliflower? Yeah, yeah. Just tell me the recipe again. Oh, I just cut up cauliflower, and I guess I, like, basked them in... What is the word? Basked? Tossed? Basked? Basked? No, you bask it. (laughs) No, you don't bask it. I basked it. No, you didn't. I basked it. What did I do? I don't know, but Baked I did something. It, did I batter it? it? No. Oh, you, I no. wet it. <laughs> I think I wet it, and then I put buffalo wing sauce on it. <laughs> then all it was really simple. I just re- literally just tossed it in sauce, cauliflower florets, you know, the tops. Yeah, gotcha. And then I put them in, and then I air fried the shit out of them for like 20 minutes. They almost tasted like buffalo wings. Almost. It was good. Yeah. God, but the yum. pizza is where it's at. The pizza is worth the... The other thing the about my air fryer, does your air fryer have a button for like automatic presets for like a million different things? 
Yeah, but I don't know. Like I'm fucking, I'm, I'm just put it on 20 minutes at 400 and I just check it every few seconds. Oh, I should probably be. Ch- I'm still kind of figuring it out. I did fuck up a few batches of things. I did corn dogs today. <laughs> Honestly, they were so good. It's better do, than buying. I bought, I bought mozzarella sticks to put in there. Oh, mozzarella sticks in there are the best. Popcorn chicken. You know what cooks good in there? Little things. Like if like my mom's cooked like full steaks in there, and I'm like, whoa. But like, if you just throw in like popcorn chicken, mozzarella sticks, a French fries, they will be so delicious. Because my wife's like, just put it in the oven. There's no difference. I'm like, mm, there it is. is. It has a French fry setting on mine. Yeah. Well, you probably got like a fancy. I got it went years ago. Like, how much are they now? I don't even know. I think I paid like a hundred bucks for it. Oh yeah, that's what I paid a few years ago. So yeah. I guess price didn't go down. I don't know. It's I'm I'm still experimenting with it and I am loving it so far. I made fish. And in it's it. good for you. Cod. Anything you cook in there is good for you. So I literally took a piece of cod and I seasoned it and put it in the air fryer and I was like, what are you talking about? Seriously? And it's like 18 minutes, right? 18, it's, 20 minutes. And it's like done. And not only is it done, it's perfect. Yeah, you could trust it because you know it was fried. You can trust a shit. You can trust Ash. All right, guys. Now that we've just talked about air fries for 12 minutes. Literally, and again, we told each other, we're going to get on. We're going to do the emails. 12 as minutes later. As soon as we get on. 12 minutes later. Well, but All that we're was doing today is the emails. And we won't deviate from the plan at all. Also, someone messaged us about like advice for new teachers and stuff. And we will talk about that more. But we're already kind of like in the middle of the year right now. And we're like rocking and rolling. So... At this point, you just got to figure it out. But we will do that in the summer. We will give a really good one. But if I could just give one piece of advice, it's your first year of teaching, you might suck. And that's okay because you'll get better. You'll get better. Before, you'll get better if you listen to the podcast too, by the way. I just, I heard. (laughs) And if you tell 10 friends. I heard that if you listen to this podcast, you go to heaven. That's what I heard. Quick shout out to... Our first email, I can actually address this person by name, Leanne Jasper. Leanne, we're recording on the day that Spotify had all of its like top blah, blah, blah come out and all of its like what you listen to the most. Leanne Jasper sent us an email and it said, life is good. And it is a picture of the social studies podcast. And it says, you spent 2,039 minutes listening to your top podcast Social studies with Joe Dombrowski and Gaspar Randazzo. That is a fan. Leanne, we love you. 2,000 minutes? Two. That's more than I've talked to my wife in the last year. (laughs) Oh, I've talked a lot. She didn't talk back. You're 2,000 minutes. Do the what is the math on that? Let's do this. Okay. 2,000. 60 minutes. 2,000 divided by 60. Yeah. And then that's 33 hours. 33 hours. Whoa. Almost. Damn, yeah. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. You give me life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, Leanne. Thank you for all that you do. Okay. But did you get into some emails, emails, emails? Yeah. So do you want me to read mine first? Just because, you sure. know, finally, I have I have someone on my side. So I felt like I should read it. All right. All right. So this email says, this is a Brooklyn story for sure. It'll make things make sense in Gasper's world. Okay. My world that I live in. In your world. (laughs) It was a family on the block that was in retrospect an extremely dysfunctional family. It was a mother, father, a grandma, and three crazy sons. It amazes me that they are still alive today. Liking them. The grandma lived with them. She was about 90 years old, but in reality, she was probably only 60. But in the old days, old ladies age really quickly and really bad. She was Italian. She spoke no English. The children spoke no Italian. All they did was fight 24 hours a day and they had a dog. The middle, <laughs> the middle son decided to name the dog C-U-N-T. Oh, God. Oh, God. I hate that word. So they decided to name the word <laughs> the dog cunt. Thought it would be cute to hear the old lady constantly calling the dog cunt since she didn't know what it meant. The middle son, whose job was work making teeth at a local dentist with a side hustle of selling drugs... He sold batches of no-dos to neighborhood kids, told them that they were uppers and amphetamines. No-dos is, I think, an over-the-counter sleeping pill. Um, 
Everyone in the neighborhood knew the dog was called Cunt. So one day they played a prank on her. They locked Cunt in the bathroom. They left the front door open and they told the grandma that the dog ran away. The old lady got all excited, ran out screaming around the whole neighborhood, screaming up and down the streets. No. Cunt. Cunt. (laughs) (laughs) So she does for a half hour. She's walking up and down the block yelling cunt. The guy and his stupid friends were all sitting on the stoop. Which in Brooklyn, guys, are stupid steps. And they're sitting with the dog cracking up. The grandma comes back, walks, sees them all sitting there laughing, takes off her shoe and beats the shit out of all of them. Good. (laughs) That's the email. Good. Now, I do have to say, yes, that does make your life make a little more sense. Yeah, like that's just a very... One time I fell onto a doorknob, right? And it hit me in the neck and it left a big mark on my neck. Okay? How, do you, how do you fall onto a doorknob? <laughs> no, I had a hickey. I had a hickey. Oh. And, uh, I told my mom, I said, mom, I said, I actually, I fell on the doorknob. And then my mom goes, oh yeah, you fell on a doorknob. And my friend's standing there and he goes, no, no, seriously, I did it to him. I, I pushed him. I pushed him. My mom took off her shoe and threw it at both of us. She was just throwing shoes at us. It was just like a common thing. You just ran. And like my my grandma used to take out the wooden spoon, and like beat if that you know she wouldn't hit us, ass. yeah, but she wouldn't hit us. But she would always take it out and threaten us. But she was like, she was much old. Like she wasn't old old, but she was like they, the lady describing that story. Like she seemed <laughs> ninety, but she was like sixty, and she would just pull out the spoon and we'd run. But she couldn't even get up off the chair, so like she couldn't actually get us. But we'd run to the back room, throw it at you. Yeah, so that's, that's a little insight into my neighborhood. Poor dog. <laughs> Grew up its whole life with a name like that. Poor dog. Don't know. So what I'm gathering is New York is full of animal cruelty. <laughs> I told my mom about how we, you know, how I told the story about how we buried the dog in the backyard. And she goes, yeah. you're going to have PETA showing up at your house. She's Literally. Like, stop talking about animals. I'm like, Ma, I didn't realize how much animals played an integral part in our lives. Yeah, truly, you are gonna have Peter show up at your house one day. It's but then we, true. we, there's no cruelty. We love them. All right, next email. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey guys, I love the podcast. Always so funny, and you leave me laughing until I cry. Most episodes. I- I will make this one short and sweet. I'm a first grade teacher who has been struggling these past couple days leading up to Thanksgiving break. The kids have been off their rockers. I have one sweet little guy who can tell how stressful it is and has been how stressful it has been. So he walks up to my table today and says, Mrs. Blank, I have a Thanksgiving joke for you. First graders aren't exactly known for understanding jokes and punchlines, so I wasn't expecting some, I was expecting some sort of dumb, but he's trying to make me smile, so I let him tell him the joke to me. He goes, what is a turkey thankful for? Virgins. I nearly spat my coffee out all over my table. After some clarifying questions, he meant vegans. (laughs) (laughs) vegans vegans are what turkeys are thankful for i thought of you guys right away first grade and kindergarten are very similar in very many ways thank you for making excellent content and keeping our spirits up keep doing what you do and thank you for always being advocates for us and public school teachers sending all of my love that's funny you're probably grateful for virgins as well that is so funny my yeah turkeys are grateful why would they be grateful for virgins um, actually probably ungrateful because that means, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I they might be looking for something. <laughs> little, little gobbler. Listen, my friend <laughs> today, she called, she called me. She teaches. I'm not even going to say or where, um, she heard a group of her. Oh, first of all, she was talking to me and she said, She's been trying, <laughs> she's like, she's like, 
You know how the kids you don't like, they'll do something and you'll snap at them. And then the kids that you do like do the same thing. And you're like, don't do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah, of course. Right. So she's like trying to like be on top of that and like treat everybody kind of with the same enforcement. And I was like, okay, you're a better person than I am. But she goes, she heard some snickering over in the corner. So she's like, I'm going to lay down the hammer. She did the whole like, what is it over there? And I need somebody to come clean and tell me what's going on. And this boy like came to her and he was like in a big, deep huff and a puff and he was about to lose his shit. She's like, he's about to absolutely cry. She goes, I'm, he goes, I'm going to tell you, okay? I'm going to tell you right now. I Googled butt. Me too. And she said she was trying to keep it together. And she was just like, thank you for being honest and trying not what to grade? laugh. What grade? What grade? I'm not going to say, but an, old, an older grade, not yet high school. Gotcha. Right. That, so one time, this is really, I don't even know what just made me think of this, but this is like going back like six or seven years. I gave a test. Kids who should not have gotten hundreds all got hundreds. And it was a group and they were all friends. And I was like, get the hell out of here. Like six kids who really were all failing the class all got a hundred on this test. No one else did. So I was like, rather than like call them out, cause you can't really call them out and be like, Hey, how'd you get a hundred? Because that's fucked up. Like maybe they studied as a group and cheated. So what I did instead was I called all of their names before I gave back the test and I paraded them in front of the room. I can't really get in trouble for this because this is years ago. I love I this I paraded already. them in front of the room. Oh, shit. I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm fucking dumb. Yes, no, I didn't, this case, I don't need it. <laughs> I didn't do this anything wrong. So I paraded them in front of the room. They had no idea. So I was like, you know, Joe, Jeff, Morgan, Melissa, come on up. I need you all in the line. And they do. They come up and they're confused as hell. And I go, I want to give it up to these six kids who all got a hundred on the test. That's impressive. You're the only six. So everyone was clapping and they were like, <laughs> like looking around. And then I said, I don't even know how you got some of these. These were hard. Can you explain? And I made them explain the test to the class. And I gave them a copy of the test. And I said, here's your test. And here's your test. So like number one talks about the industrial revolution. Like, how did you come up with the answer, whatever it was, you know, and they had nothing. All six of them passed the buck to somebody else. So I go, you know, what's crazy to me, guys. Wait, were they picking up on what you were doing or were they just kind well, of they like, were starting oh, to fuck. realize like, fuck, we're caught. Right. So I said, you know, what's crazy, guys. You all got a hundred, but none of you can explain not one answer on this test. I said, this is really wild to me. You know what's even more crazy? And this is like psychological warfare at I its finest. This. I love I said, this. I said, you know what's even more crazy is that one of you already confessed as to what happened. And no, Mind none you, of them did. Yes, none of Gaffer. them did. Yes. And yes. all six yes. of them yes. just turned and were like, who the fuck is the mole? And I'm pretty sure I divided their friendship and they hated each other. And they, they were all questioning. And then, and then like, I let it go through the whole period. Like I would walk over and be like, Hey Joe, like, how's it going bud? But a big smile on my face. So they were all like, it must be fucking Joe. Then I was like, Morgan, like giving him a high five. And like, they were like, they were really fucked up by it. And I said, no one has to come clean because I already know what happened. And that's fine. Like, you know, and I did that. And then what I did was I told them when I was grading the test, I, I, I had to have them take some of the parts over because I lost them, you know, like, and, yeah. and then they, they, one by one, they confessed and ratted everybody else out. So like at the end of class one day, like Joe came up to me and was like, listen, like Mike had the test. Like, you know, he gave us all the answers, blah, 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 blah. Then like the next day, Mike's like, Joe had the test. Like they were just throwing each other under the bus. And they were like, please don't put my name in it. Like, I don't want to get, oh, cause I also said like, whoever comes clean next can get absolute, like, you know, forgiven, like the other person who came clean. So like, it was oh, great. And right. I had a co-teacher and she was brand new. And she was like, is this legal? I'm like, we're not doing anything wrong. I was like, I'm just saying what I think. 
I was like, I, and she yes, was like, her. she was like, I'm learning so much from you. I'm like, don't, don't listen don't. to me. Listen to me. A couple things. One, amazing. Two, can we just for a second talk about a world where you and I are team teachers? Like, holy <laughs> shit. Like, I did the same, like, the same shit. And here's the thing. I was like, I loved teaching. I loved it. Me too. It's, it's, I love it's it. a great job. But like, I firmly believe that shit like that will make them better people. Agreed. They will never forget that. And they will be like, that is ingrained in them this time that they cheated and got caught. And hopefully next time they get out, like a little seed of an opportunity to do it again, they don't because they remember that shit. I am sick of this day and age where you send a kid to the office and they come back with fucking Takis. No, of course, it's but- not doing anything. That is awesome. That is so good, Gas. Fuck. Speaking of speaking of of cheat, I just wrote that down about the test cheating because I'm gonna I might add that into something. Speaking of team teaching with me, just to get an insight of how warped my team teaching is, I team teach with my best friend, and she's been my close friend for years. So she has like a new boyfriend, and I found pictures of him on the internet. Oh, and we were doing no. like the nomads, like the first people ever and how they like lived in caves and cave drawings. And I found all these pictures up on the internet <laughs> and I cut his face out and I put them on the cave drawings and I put them on the cavemen and I photoshopped. And the kids had no old, idea. The, no, the kids, it wouldn't, it didn't make any sense. It, they were just right. like, why is that photo look so stupidly doctored? And right. she was in the back and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you. That and like, they insane. were like pretty newly dating and it was just slide after slide of pictures of him. And then the final slide, it said, have a good day. And it was the ba- the son from Teletubbies, like the baby in the sun <laughs> with the guy's face in it. <laughs> and she was just stood there and she's like, I don't even know what to say to you. And I'm Dude, like, not I to work- say, I'm just teaching. I worked in this, the first school that I was ever hired at. I taught there for two years and it was the best two years of my career because everybody was like what you and I are, not everybody, but most of the staff is like what you and I are saying right now. We were constantly playing pranks on each other. We, we all had a good time. We were like, generally like everybody was agreeable, got along. Yeah. The staff party. Holy shit, the staff party was insane. I I remember going to my I remember I went to my first ever staff party and I couldn't believe what we were doing. I'll tell you off there because I'm still friends with them. No, I I believe it. I've heard stories of staff parties where like people went skinny dipping, like crazy, crazy stuff. Mild. Oh. (laughs) So listen, this staff was so cool. We were constantly playing pranks on each other like all the time. One of our staff, one of our, one of my friends was pregnant. So I came up with this idea that she was going to go into the office with a water bottle in between her legs and she was going to squeeze it and we were going to pretend like her water broke to the secretaries. <laughs> it was so good. It was Did so good. It? Yes. So the secretary. This is a good sport. Was freaked out, but very quickly realized it was me. And she was like, fuck Joe. I came back from summer break that year. This secretary sprinkled black rice all in very specific areas of my classroom and convinced me. And she even like dug little holes and things and convinced me that my classroom had a mouse infestation over the (laughs) summer and that it had to be fumigated. I had to empty all of my teaching stuff. And she had me going, going. Dude, you're going to love this story. You're going to love this story. We had to do our first, it was the first, like when this started to become a thing, an active shooter drill, right? Yeah. And the police officer who was instructing it was very stern and he was like, listen, and if we have to come in here, just do what we say. We're going to be very vulgar. We're going to use vulgar language. We're just going to be vulgarly speaking to you. So just do what we say and it's going to be vulgar. He kept saying vulgar, vulgar. And Weird. She goes, she raised her hand in this meeting and she goes, 
What are you going to say to us? Get your pussy on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) So we codenamed it Pog, P-O-G. And we would just like say it. She one time she said Pog over the announcements. Like we were just like messing up. That makes work so much more fun. Especially in this job where you're just going to die. Well, like I remember my my teacher next door to me, our vents were connected. So like whenever I had a free, I would just like tap on her vent and like play like sounds through the vent so she was like there's a fucking animal in my door in my vent there's a raccoon like i know it and it was just me like like on the thing just tapping away and it's like but it made work go by you know one time she sent an envelope to my class and it just had my name on it and i was like oh it must be from the office and i opened it it was fucking covered it was all glitter and shit i just opened the envelope and it was just everywhere and i was like oh that was a pretty good prank it was like folded in a piece of paper so I That's like took good. the paper out and as soon as I lifted the paper, just got it all over me. And I was like, huh, that's pretty funny. Like, <laughs> I like that. You got to have but a I'm good into that, about so it. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. It's like the right, 30 minutes into the podcast. We've gotten through one email. Look at us. Here we <laughs> go. Right, we're, good. we're doing good. We're doing good. Good. Hello. While I was in college, I was an aftercare counselor as most soon to be teachers are. And during my first week, I encountered my first situation that led me to believe that kids say crazy shit. All of aftercare was outside at that moment. All counselors were responsible for every student, not just their usual grade level group. I'm off to the side with a seasoned counselor when a second grader comes up to me and says that a fourth grader called him an idiot. I thought, all right, this is my chance to prove that I can teach a life lesson and discipline to a child. So I call the fourth grader over, gave him a spiel about how he's older and that he should be setting a good example, yada, yada, thinking that the student would simply apologize to the second grader. Instead, I see his anger building up within him and he replies, well, he called me stupid and a whore. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone got quiet. I looked at the second grader who had no expression on his face. And then it was the seasoned counselor who had to walk away so that she didn't laugh. I honestly don't even remember how I handled everything after that. But I do know that wasn't the last time that I heard crazy shit from kids. Thanks for all the laugh. I love listening to your podcast on my morning bike rides. You both are hilarious. Take care and be well. Okay, Thank just you. a little side note before we even get into that. Do we not have the nicest fans in the world? Like they always yeah, end their they always emails end like everything with yeah. <laughs> like you like, keep me going. You Thank you. I listen to this while I'm milking my baby. <laughs> the end. Like thirty three hours into the year, and I'm just listening away. Also, good for you for riding your bike to work every day. Are that you shitting horrible. me? Yeah, holy exercise. Well, she never said she was riding her bike to work. She just said she's on a morning bike ride. Mm, that's true like what about like those teachers that take the bus with the kids that always blows my mind Ugh, like i never. can never imagine standing on the bus with all the kids and if I'd you're on the bus right now bleach. yeah i'm sorry I'm just i had a student i had a fifth grader one time he was so mad at me and i said you have to blah 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 and he goes yeah well you're you're just a little bitch who's still sucking on that mama's titty <laughs> did i ever tell you that the, yeah you told me that before they, you know what? And it's what's crazy in New York right now is you don't even have to pay for the bus. <laughs> you just get on. And if you're like, no, I'm not paying, the bus driver can't do anything. So they're just like, come on, pay. And you're like, no, I'm good. And you just get on. Gasper, New York and is just, literally a different planet. It is. And it's like the kids all tell me like, yeah, we just get on. Like one, well, I, I can't say, but when I was young, <laughs> the bus was different. Not for me. For I, I was always paid the fare. You know what I mean? I just... Like, I just hear crazy stories about the bus from my students. The only thing I did as a kid, I was a jerk. And I look back, I regret this. We were on oh, a no. really crowded bus. Why would you do and we this? put And we put a glass fart bomb on the bus. Gasper. You know the glass fart bombs? Yes, they stunk like shit. And we did it. My friend stepped on it. It was all over his shoe. And the bus had to pull over. <laughs> Everybody got off the bus. And the bus driver was like, who did it? He was screaming. And we all just sat there. We just all got off the bus. He was flipping out. We were like the only young people on the bus. So everybody was like, it's got to be these four assholes. You know, I look back. I feel bad. God, Sorry people if you used were to on do that those bus. in school. And I was always like, it smells like shit. Okay, ready for another yeah. one? 
Wait, wait, we didn't even talk about oh, this sorry. one. Sorry, sorry. What do you have? I don't remember what this. <laughs> I guess we did. <laughs> we didn't even talk about what she wrote. We talked about her bike ride, which had nothing to do with the email. <laughs> and I told you a story about a crazy thing your kid said to me. I had another kid oh, yeah, who, yeah. kindergartner wanted to call me a bad name. Sometimes kindergartners, like they know bad words, but they don't know how to use them correctly. So I had a kindergartner yeah. who's mad at me. He just looked at me and goes, you prostitute. <laughs> it's like not anymore yeah like my son's new thing right now because he's in kindergarten he's like daddy you're so evil that's what he says and i'm like what does that mean like to him it means like you're being like bad you know like if i'm like chasing him and grabbing him like tickling him he's like you're so evil but it's like so cute when it comes from him but if it was like someone else's kid i'd be like shut the fuck up i'm not evil <laughs> like they, also my daughter got in trouble at daycare oh my like, god what she, happened she she pushed somebody. So they were like, Lucy, why'd you push him? And she goes, because he wouldn't stop crying. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> You're a bully. Oh, no. <laughs> Shut up, oh. bitch. Stop crying. <laughs> she just pushed the kid to the ground. Oh, but like, down. She, she was like, he wouldn't stop crying. And I guess like she was annoyed. She pushed him. But she knows better now. She said sorry. I have a uh, story to tell you after the podcast. Gotcha. Ooh, did that. Well, should we take a commercial break? I just realized we we're probably, 40 minutes in. We should probably do that. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. Okay. <laughs> we're back. And I got another one for you. Got another one for you. Here we go. Hey, Joe and Gas. I love the podcast and listen to it every Monday while driving On to my work. Bus ride. <laughs> while driving to work. About 15 years ago, I was teaching third grade and had a bit of a rough class. One kid in particular is one of those that you remember their name forever and beg your friends and family never to name your child after. If mm. you know, you know. Oh my God, I have so many of those. One day, I was doing a science review lesson on the traits of different types of animals. We were talking about mammals and I asked the kid to name different traits that could be described for mammals. Kids were naming off all things like giving birth, warm-blooded, feeding their children milk, etc. All of a sudden, that one kid raised his hand to share an answer. I was excited because he normally never participated when he actually and now he was actually engaged. I so shit you, know it's you be not. A disaster. <laughs> I shit you not. He says with a very proud look on his face, mammals have hairy butt cracks. <laughs> At first, I didn't know how to process this. A couple of kids snickered and many were looking at me to see what my reaction was going to be. Somehow, I kept a straight face and response responded with, that's right, mammals have hair or fur on their body. It's 15 years later and I still haven't moved on from teaching, but to this day, me and my husband still joke about mammals having hairy butt cracks. Thanks for all the laughs, both on the podcast and on your Instagrams. Love you both. Oh, thank you. Well, thank well, you so much, sweet little pile of everything. I mean, it's true. They do. They do have hairy butt cracks. Joe, how we parlay every email into things that have nothing to do with the email is, this is just going to be interesting to you. Kind of say. About Bigfoot. Honestly, Gasper. Five points for using the word parlay. Good for you. Oh, thanks. This is about Bigfoot. Um, because he's got a hairy ass. So, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of. That's so you we parlay. You're like, so was, hairy ass, Bigfoot. Yes, here we go. <laughs> so I was teaching about yes. like Greek mythology today. The Greeks, we hairy about, asses. Sorry. Yes. I'm done. We were talking about Greek mythology and like the kids were like, well, like do, do people in Greece still believe in Zeus? Like do kids in pray to Zeus. So I was like, that's a good question. I really didn't know. So I Googled it and it was like, and I don't really fully think this is true, but it was like people who believe in the Greek gods are fl like flat earthers basically, because like they were, they were using the comparison that like, it's such an old outdated thing that like pretty much everybody in Greece now is like Greek Orthodox or Christian, you know, something to that effect. So it was like, they wouldn't like get down and pray like, oh, I hope it rains Poseidon or Zeus. So I don't know how we were talking about, but the kids were like, well, like where did the Greek gods come from? Like, is there 
like truth to it. Was there ever a Zeus? So I was like, these are great questions. So like, where did I you teach up, like, when this happened? Surely not where you teach now. No, this was today. This was today. Whoa. Yeah. So I have kids who ask very good questions. So Someone's teaching AP were, these days, it seems. <laughs> so well, that's the thing. I was like, shit, this is pretty impressive. So I was like, I had to Google that too. And I always admit this for, here's another piece of advice for all you new teachers. It's Google okay everything. to Google. And like, do it in front of the honestly, kids. Show them that you don't know the, everything. Yeah, it shows them that you're human because I always tell the kids when they're like, you have to Google it, you're the teacher. I go, do you, you speak English? Yeah. They go, yeah. I go, okay, tell me every word in the English dictionary. And they're always like, well, I don't know every word. I go, oh, I thought you spoke English. And they're like, oh, good point. So I always tell them, like, I know a lot about history, but I don't know everything. Right. And uh, anyway, so I ended up Googling it and it's like, there's no record that Zeus was actually a person. Like, it's not like, like Jesus, Muhammad, Abraham, all the religious figures were actually people. There's proof that they were people, whatever. Zeus, there's no proof that he was actually a person. So the kids were like, but where does this come from? I said, listen, it's Greek mythology. I said, mythology is like fables. So then we got into like the story of like, I was like, think of like, and I'm not comparing Greek mythology to Bigfoot, but I was saying like, everything that we know that's mythical is based on some truth. Like Paul Bunyan, was there really a guy who was 16 feet tall, who had a 40 foot ox? I was like, probably not. But was there a guy who might've like suffered from gigantism, who was the biggest guy in his town? And then the first guy was like, oh, he was eight feet tall. Then he told that story to a friend who was like, yeah, he was nine feet tall. And then it just went down the line. And then like, there's a there's skin this conditions. This motherfucker put, was 37 feet tall, full yes. ass mustache. <laughs> but like, and then like there's skin conditions. I've read about this. Like there's a skin condition that affects like one out of every like, 30 million people where you get hair all over your body. I've seen right? pictures of that. Yes. And it's like under your eyes and on your forehead. And you know what? This is just a skin condition that unfortunately this person was born with. And like, but they say like the concept of Wolfman like originated from this person who probably had this skin condition and like this town in England was probably like, whoa, you're a fucking wolf. Get the hell out. And they pushed him out. And then there was this legend of this man who lived in the woods, who was a wolf man. And that's how these things get passed down. And the kids were like, holy. Sh and I was just as passionate telling it to the kids five times in a row. So Poseidon was like some dude who had webbed feet on accident. No, but like, who knows? You know what I mean? Like one of the, one of the goddesses, I think Aphrodite, she's Zeus's daughter. The story is Zeus came down. Is she the sex one? I think so. Aphrodite's the lover. Like the story is Zeus came down. He hooks up with a mortal woman. All the gods are like, yo, you can't hook up with a mortal. And Zeus eats her. He swallows her whole. And then Aphrodite just one day, like nine months later, comes out of Zeus's head fully formed as a human, like a fully functioning adult human. So I was like, to the kids, I was like, that's the story of a goddess. Here we go. I got another one. Go ahead. Hey guys, love the podcast so much. I'm a huge love you. fan. Just wishing that there were more episodes because my drive is one hour each way. Well, let's stop right there. I had a one hour drive each way one time to a school that was a miserable hell pit of doom where creativity went to die. And Morgan almost told me just to quit because I was so miserable on these drives. Just so you know. Yeah, that's crazy. If you're if you're listening right now in the YouTube comments, write how long your your commute is to work. Write how long your commute is, and also here's my two cents. One, you don't you don't want to work too far, and two, definitely don't shit where you eat. What do you think, Gasper, is the perfect drive to work? I have a I my know. drive's about my drive's like twenty five minutes. Perfect drive. I think that's good because like I'm twenty I'm not to twenty five minutes. Where I teach. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in the neighborhood I teach. I live in, so I never actually see like kids. Because one time I went to the movies, and I lived in the neighborhood I used to teach, and I went to the movies, and all these kids were passing me popcorn and sodas and stuff. Also, Joe, I have to tell you something. Before we do this email, really quickly, we're doing dancing with the teachers in my school this year, and a group of students asked me to be a part of their um, their dance team. And just so you know, I don't dance. We are doing 
a Snoop Dogg song that parlays into a Cardi B song that then pivots into some rap song that I've never heard of. I will like be the needing, baby. I will be and in footage of this. We don't. Today was the first rehearsal and it was not good. They were like, you need to go home and practice. They were like, don't you know how to do the soup? The soup, like spin the soup or something. Who's teaching you, After, kid? Like, the kids, yeah, they're they're the dance team. Oh, so like they were like, we have to win. Like they're like, we have you on our team. Like you have to make this funny. I was like, I'm here to dance. I was like, I'm not here to fool around. <laughs> but I'm I am having a good time. At one point, we do like starships, and I become a rocket ship, and I like fly into space, and the kids are all the foam. They're like laying on the floor, like doing popcorn shit. Can it's I get a video cool. of this? Yeah, well, when it happens, it's January something. We're going to need a video of this for so, sure. Yeah, um, pretty good. Sorry. All right. So I drive to work an hour. I wish you guys that were longer. <laughs> That's um, what Joe's air fryer yeah, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so go ahead. I have an in- Sorry. I have an interesting story for you. I taught seventh and eighth grade a few years back. Our school was pretty old. In the middle of class, a mouse ran out from one of the cupboards in my classroom, which was not unusual. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. One of my students (laughs) grabbed their textbooks, ran over to the mouse, and with the strength of Hercules, he swung the textbook down onto the mouse's head. The whole class sat in horror as we watched the head of this tiny mouse roll across the room because he had decapitated it with his textbook. Middle school is wild. I don't like it. That's this wild. is, yeah, this is giving me flowers for, for Algernon type sadness. This is, that's not good. Poor Miles. All right. I have a story about this. No, we're going to get canceled by Peter. No, no, it's about seals. It's about seals. Gasper, you are not allowed to tell animal stories on the podcast. Do you know anymore. how they get, do you know how they get the fur off of seals? They club them to death, baby seals. No. That's why I, there no. was, there's a club, a nightclub called Club Baby Seal. they they all right so i saw this documentary once and they were asper c no no you're bringing down the mood you're bringing no no it's not gonna bring down the mood they had these long poles and they would take the long pole and they would match it up perfectly they would stand there and they would get neat like Okay, they knew. Oh, the I saw this, one. and and they were like, yes. they literally go like, they wow. they drop the pole, and the pole falls and smashes the seal's head because they don't want to damage the fur by shooting it, or like you know if you hit it with a crossbow it'll like rip the fur because every inch of fur is like expensive, so they drop this thing on their head and it kills them because if you run at them with the club they can outrun you. Seals are fast for and they're slippery. You're done telling animal stories on the podcast. <laughs> that's not my story. That's the a seal society. You literally just turned off so many followers. They just went to the next podcast because of that. Sorry, guys. Anyway. Listen, you should know next time you put on your seal skin shoes how they're getting it. <laughs> You're an asshole. Here we go. Oh, I like this one. They don't even start with a hello, by the way. My husband and I, like I recently it. ate at a national chain restaurant. Olive Garden. Not sure if you want to say the name, but there it is. During the never-ending pasta promotion, we had our eight-month-old baby with us, so I got up from the table to walk around with him a little bit. I had nearly finished my plate of pasta and was done with it and asked my husband to order my next plate while I walked around with the baby. When I came back, he told me that the server wouldn't bring the next serving of different pasta until I had finished all of the first one because it was the rule. So I had to sit back down and clean my plate <laughs> like a child. <laughs> then the pasta was cold and unenjoyable. We were both stunned and had to f- and had to finish every last bit, especially since my husband used to work at the same restaurant location and would have never have ever said that to a guest. It was so weird. Also, the title of this this email is Rule Follower Treats Me Like a Child. 
I love the podcast. Keep them coming. I look forward to them every Monday. We live Thank out you. in the country and had to drive a half hour each way to and from my kids' school. So your prod- podcast keeps Mondays a fun drive. Listen, Gasper, this boils Thank my blood. This is what I'm talking about. These fucking rule followers. It's like, you know, the rules stupid. What are you going to make these people eat this cold ass shit? Clearly you are. Why? 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 Olive Garden is made the pasta. millions and millions and millions of dollars. It will have no effect on your salary. Just give them another plate of pasta. What are you doing? Yeah. You fucking idiot. I, Who would actually I remember say I that? Chili's. And it's just embarrassing. Oh, it's embarrassing for that. you, you fuck. <laughs> Chili's once had a thing where it was unlimited apps for like $10.99. And like that's music to my ears. But so we ordered like two plates, me and my friend. And we were like, yo, we're just going to like go nuts. And like, it was the same deal though. They were like, you can't order till you finish what's on the current plate. And it was like, I was like just done with the Buffalo wings. You know what I mean? So I remember we were putting them in the napkin and the guy's like, that's fine. Like he was super cool. He was like, you kind of just got to like hide them. He's like, I can't bring the plates in the back and be like, oh, they want another order of these with you know, to that effect. And I was like, but he was cool. He was, he was like very like, yo, it's a stupid rule. Just bury your shit in a napkin. He's like, chew it and spit it out. (laughs) Like, he's like, it just can't be like, and I get it from their perspective. They're like, what am I going to take a bite of each? And then be like, no, send me another one. Imagine Buffalo Wild Wings did that. You'd be there for nine hours. I remember, I got, I got, I forget what it was about, but I got in a little confrontation with the rule follower and they were like, giving me the, I was trying to get my money back on something and they gave me the explanation as to why they couldn't. And I literally looked at her and I said, but every reason that you have is something that your company has done, not me. And she's like, I'll be right back. And then I got my money back. I was like, what are you doing? Also, like you're fighting so hard. It's not even your fucking money. Just Yeah. It's like not even your money and this company's like, going to be fine American without Airlines. you. Like, yeah, what about American Airlines? No, like once or JetBlue, one of those. I was on a, I was like fighting with them for like two hundred bucks for a refund on a flight, and I was like, why do you care so much? Yeah, like you guys can't. They changed my flight, but then I didn't realize it, and I agreed to it. They said mm-hmm. like, is this change okay? And it was still the same time, but it was a day earlier flying yeah. home. But wow. I only saw the time. So I was like, oh, there's no change. So sure, it's okay. Like the yeah. change was like five minutes. It was like 1030 or 1035. So I just clicked accept. And when I realized that I called them and I was like, listen, I'm so sorry. I accepted for the wrong day. And they were like, you accepted it. And I was like, no, I didn't. And I was like, you're right, but you're wrong. Exactly. Oh, I they hate gave it. my money back. Funny story. The podcast is over and we didn't even get through all the emails. But this is what I want we you guys to do. We got through a bunch, though. Guys, I want you to send more. We want more, 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 more. Keep sending them as much as you can. You're going to read and them also, one day. Shout out to that last one about Olive Garden because, honest to God, I love the ones that aren't about teaching, too. Like, just, yeah. it was just, like, just tell us about your lives. We like that more. Just talk. We talk about teaching. We talk about teaching by default. We just say it's, it's yeah. our careers. Like, we did it. I did it for so long. You're still doing it. So send up stories about everything the social studies podcast at gmail.com show us some love on the youtube comments if you're watching some on youtube show us some love with a five-star review on apple podcast with a nice little note we love those nice little notes we love them please and maybe we'll be doing another giveaway next week you never know you'll have to listen sorry yeah because you know the holidays are approaching holidays are approaching anyway love you guys so much thanks for listening to social studies podcast and we'll see you next week bye bye guys Thank you.